Australian public broadcasting in the Pacific was once very extensive, but over the past seven or eight years, funds were slashed and services disappeared. There has been something of a comeback in the past couple of years, and now a federal parliamentary committee has recommended a reinvigorated Radio Australia and greater television and digital content in the Pacific. One of the groups that is keen to see Australia expand its Pacific involvement is the Australia Asia Pacific Media Initiative. Don Wiseman asked spokesperson Jemima Garrett about the possible changes, but began by casting back to when those drastic cuts were made. What really happened is Australia's presence in the Pacific became a political football and victim to some of the things that the Australian Broadcasting Corporation is suffering. So it did experience huge cuts, as you say. So we lost all the staff of English-speaking programs other than those in news and current affairs, uh, and we lost bespoke television, uh, news bulletins, a whole raft of things, including a lot of fabulous and incredibly experienced staff. I think what we've seen, though, since that point, which was 2014 and 2017, which I guess is when the ABC turned off its shortwave transmitters, I guess since 2018, we've seen them really re-engage. And I'd say now we've seen a whole lot of new programs, for instance, like Sisters Let's Talk, uh, for which has been very popular for Melanesia and some of the sport programs. I think the problem is, though, that they're still going on the um, Tony Abbott coalition level of funding cuts that was um, started back in 2014. Your organisation, now you're representing an interest group, you have been pushing for a far greater involvement. Yes. So we're an interesting interest group in that we bring together some very high profile experts and former media executives, such as, um, you know, someone who's been Vice President Asia Pacific for CNN, Sean Dorney, the former Pacific correspondent um, for Radio Australia, and Maria Keefe, the former Deputy Director General of AusAid. And I guess all of us felt that, you know, media is an important democratic institution and that Australia was really falling down on the job. So our big pitch is really for Australia's media voice in the region to be basically reinstated, but to do that on an innovative new model that would very much involve talking with and not to the region and would be focused on joint content creation and co-productions of original material. This would both assist the Pacific media to continue to exist in their own right, but it would also mean that Australia got over that old school thing of being a bit paternalistic because Australia would be engaged in a very equal discussion with the Pacific. So it would really be a win-win for both sides. Australians would see a lot more Pacific material and Pacific media would have access to the money for the co-pros that would enable them to provide a lot more material, not just to Australia and probably New Zealand, but uh, these would be things that would be seen globally. Would it mean a restoration of shortwave radio? Look, that's something that needs to be considered because there is an audience in very remote areas for which there are still few options. And yes, mobile phone technology is expanding dramatically. I mean, we've been lobbying now for four years and we've just had an Australian Parliamentary Committee bring down some pretty good recommendations, but we're not there yet. So I think really the technology is the last piece of the puzzle. What we need to look at is who are the audience that we want to be conversing with? What sort of programs do they want to make and see and be involved in a conversation with us? And then we look at, well, now we've looked at that, 
what's the right way to get to them. And that's where multi-platform comes in. You know, all media organisations are going to a whole range of platforms, whether it be radio under different technologies, television or um, various different social media and online platforms. And I guess once the moment came when we had sufficient funding, that's when you'd look at the technology issue. But certainly shortwave needs to be considered. There have been suggestions in the recent past of sending a lot of Australian television neighbours and so on to the Pacific. Presumably, you wouldn't want that. Well, certainly, and in the Australian budget, I note that the government has funded that to the tune of $5.7 million, um, a new round of funding, which I guess is probably a year's work. Look, I think the most important thing is that Australia has an overall policy that listens to what the region wants. And Overall, um, some of that material, perhaps um, not neighbours and border security, has been popular and um, possibly would be part of it. But really, the thing that the Pacific's always asked for is the high quality public interest media. So everything from joint content creation on news and current affairs through to documentaries, culture, you know, there's a whole raft of um, scientific issues that could be being done here. That's generally the sort of work that um, say the ABC or special broadcasting service or even National Indigenous Television, which have some very interesting programs that they could be doing. So I think that's what the Pacific has been telling us that they want in any case. Now, you've mentioned this report that's just gone to Parliament, and it has got some very far-reaching suggestions in it, hasn't it? How likely do you think it is that Parliament will sit down and seriously consider this? Well, look, the whole pitch of our group, the Australia-Asia-Pacific Media Initiative, has been to try and make this a bipartisan issue because it's become, as I said, a political football. And essentially, if you're going to have a conversation with the region, it needs to be ongoing and it needs not to get chopped every time there's a change of government. So I think the good thing is, is that these committee's recommendations are bipartisan. So it's recommended expanding the provision of Australian public and commercial television and digital content across the Pacific, and that includes that neighbours stream that you were talking about. It's recommended reinvigorating Radio Australia. And the really interesting one is that it says that the government should consider a new Australian International Media Corporation. And this is very much something that our group has been suggesting. Graham DeBell, who's the media fellow at Aspie, actually came up with this idea. It would be a subsidiary of the ABC, but bringing in all of Australia's media, in, including Pacifica diaspora media. And then the thing I guess that I'm disappointed about is while they've got that far and they have said that they will do this all in consultation with the Pacific, they haven't mentioned that idea of the model based around copros. So that seems to me to be the 21st century thing to be doing. Um, they haven't quite got that far, but it'll be good to see um, after the election whether Labor or the coalition wins, um, whether it'll be taken up. And I think generally there is quite a bit of support on both sides of politics, but we are still suffering from the fact that the ABC, there are quite a few people in the coalition who really detest the ABC and that the ABC needs to be a part of this, whether it's a larger or a smaller part. And so that's sort of creating, I guess, the barrier to doing something about this.